Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's that time. Lock and load. The Michael Berry Show is on the air. Ah, yes, it's Friday, folks. A soggy monsoon week, and now it is Friday. Take a deep breath. You got three hours on Michael Berry's show, and since everything everybody's been through this week, it'll be free today. Ramon, do you wake up on Friday morning with that song playing in your head? I do too. Sets my mood. 
This is when that big woman in the back decides she's going to get the happy feet. Start running up and down the aisles. And there's always that moment where she ends up down front speaking in tongues. And she wants to pass out. And she ain't stupid. She don't pass out and fall and bust her head open. So she goes and gets herself in front of one of the ushers. And there's always some little usher that's about half her size. And she goes to get near him, and he goes to ducking. No, 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 no. Because what's she going to do? She's going to get right in front of him. She's going to put them hands up, give a hallelujah, and whoosh, she's going to be out. And she's counting that somebody's going to be behind her to catch her. Catch, yeah. And he's going, no, no, no. I'm going to need some reinforcements for this tilt wall. <laughs> no. And they'll they'll slide away. And she'll do a little sideways glance, a little sideways glance, make sure there's somebody back there to catch her. Because otherwise, that's a long fall. Oh, it's going to be a happy day. I got a lightning round, Ramon. My wife came up with it. This is the first. I don't know what to do now. This is a first. My wife making a contribution to the, consciously making a contribution to the show. No, not best secretaries of state. It was, uh, well, I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you in a minute. Can't, I can't ruin it yet. But first, to get us started, as we always do, courtesy of executive producer Chad Akoni Nakanishi, your we can review coming face to face with a 400 pound gorilla 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 federal government is going to be investigating the incident i want people to take away remembering that a fellow cincinnatian died we went wrong when we went from loving animals to elevating animals to the status of human beings. One online petition wants criminal charges filed against the boy's parents for letting him fall into the zoo habitat. Bill Cosby, he said he could have tranquilized that gorilla. Trump decided not to debate his Republican rivals. Instead, he held a rally to raise money for veterans. But how much money? Which charities got cash? And has all of it even been dispersed yet? What this is about is his track record of failing to live up to his commitments. AP is now reporting that half of the donations were given after the Washington Post began looking into the story. If anyone else engaged in this type of behavior, the same people who are now defending him would have skewered them. He won the nomination fair and square, and I think it's disrespectful of the Republican electorate to say, I'm smarter than you are, and uh, I'm not going to support your choice. The only people who are so keen on the concept of party are the people like Mitch McConnell who personally benefit from it. Some call a hero pled not guilty to manslaughter after killing the man who tried to rape his wife. Grabbed a tire iron, beat the attacker to death. Police later arrested Diallo on a charge of manslaughter. I don't believe there's a jury in America would convict a man for killing another man that had been trying to rape his wife. There shouldn't be. A five-year-old Massachusetts boy called 911 and ratted out his dad. 911 is not your emergency. My daddy went past the red light. He has a black truck. I am I'm just going to apologize. That's my five-year-old son. That little boy should get his butt tore up when he gets home. What are you doing ratting out dad like that? Come on, man. Ramon, every song shouldn't have whistling. And it shouldn't be that no songs have whistling. So what percentage of songs should have whistling in them?
careful, relax, everybody. See, the temperature needs to drop. So it is, so it goes. Can you overthrow the fire when it's burning hot? No. On demand for your entertainment. No one's left. All right, so. I sent a voice to text to Ramon this morning. So, hey, on the drive in, think up a good lightning round topic. Put it down, my wife said. Because last night and this morning, we've been talking about uh, a young man that we're very fond of and making sure he stays on the right path and he's doing very well and we're very proud of him. And she said, How about summer experiences that you had? that were meaningful and that'll give other people ideas things your parents did for you during the summer or some summer experience you had that you look back and it made a difference in your life or it was just a whole lot of fun because we've been on this kick that i don't want my kids just laid up on the couch all day during the summer so that thing you did that other people ought to know about 713-212-5874 This is the Michael Berry Show. So I probably overthink this, but I view the summers as an opportunity for the parents to take an even greater role in the lives of children and who they are going to grow up and develop to be. doesn't mean they need to spend the summer sitting in the aisles at the library, which was one of my great thrills. When my mom would go into town when I was young, eight, nine years old, she would, well, all the way through until I could drive. She would have to get groceries or whatever else. We would have to drive into town and do that. And Miss Betty Smith, I had a huge crush on Miss Betty Smith. 
she was the, – the librarians there, it's a small town. The librarians, when you go in, she'd know. My mom would say, I'm just going to run up to the grocery store. Oh, it's fine. And I'd go up and ask her questions. You know, I'd make up books that I wanted to find. I knew where they were just so I could flirt with her. And anyway, so I would spend – I can't tell you how many books I read sitting on the floor in between the, the stacks at the library. Summer jobs, different things I did during the summer – that I think back to, my, you know, that that's the only time, most of the time your kids are in school, you you can't do anything you want them to do. You really, the world is your oyster. You can do anything. You can, you can take them to work. You can put them in a job. You can give them this experience. They can learn a skill. They can acquire a language, an instrument, travel, anything. It shouldn't just be, well, there's no school, so uh, stay out of trouble. This is a great opportunity to give your child to open them up to to the world. Find out what really, you know, makes them tick. So that was my wife's uh lightning round conversation. Um Did I tell you little David's going to work for Russ Labar? Were you paying attention? Yeah. So he starts today. Very excited. He starts today at Gringo's. And um, you know, I, I big believer. My mom always said, and I, I believe it to be true. Uh, idle hands are the devil's workshop. And I don't think a 16-year-old boy ought to be sitting around all day, every day during the summer because uh, I think that I think that bad things end up happening. How about that? All right. 713-212-5874. It's a lightning round. Lightning. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Summer experience you had. Oh, sorry. Ramon, are you getting touchy over your music now? Okay. Uh, that summer experience... That you had. Well, it's different if I'm talking first and then you play the music. If you play the music, I can talk over it. Ramon, I'm first chair. The music is second chair. Let's get that straight right now. We've got to have some priority. Who's who's saluting who here? The music is not you. You're the ding. I never talk over the ding, right? The ding, if the ding's going, I'm shh, shh, shh. It's like that scene in Austin Powers. Shh, 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 shh. Right? All right, so go ahead with your music. I won't talk over it. So the lightning round today, that summer experience you had that you look back and you go, you know, parents, you might have think about this one. This was a great experience for me. And it doesn't have to be anything, you know, high-minded necessarily. Winston, you're up. Go. Hey, my mom, when I was 12, made me go work with my uncle for the summer on a shrimp boat. Ooh. Ooh, that's brutal. Are you a better man for it? Uh, yeah, 34 bucks a day. It's awesome. Yeah, but it was your 34 bucks. That's right. That's right. I got it. Was that the first job you'd ever had? Uh, yes, sir. There's something special when you get a paycheck and it's yours and you can go, you can walk down to the convenience store and you can buy your own candy bar. Here you go, sir. That's my money right there. Yep, that's mine. Brandon, go. Used to go out to my grandfather's log cabin in West Virginia and uh, shoot guns with him. And I still have the gun. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. What are they? Well, it's 
22 small bore rifle single shot, just simple, but we used to walk his gardens in the morning looking for critters, and when he'd find one in a trap, he'd tell me to go run and go get that gun, and I'd bring it to him, and I was very excited because I was a Yankee, grew up in Chicago suburb, never been around guns. Mm. My mother made sure of that. Right. So when I get when I got to go touch a gun, that was very exciting. So when he died, I asked for the rifle, and I got it, and I cleaned it up, oiled it up, put it back to work, shot a coyote with it. Very nice, my man, very nice. You know, for kids, I think being around adults, especially a papa. You learn more that you don't realize, not in an organized activity, just hearing their perspective and hearing them yell at you. And those things, they go a long way. 713-212-5874. Justice, you're up. Summer camp in Arkansas. Where'd you go? Ozark? Uh, no, it's called Brookhill Ranch. What kind of camp is it? Oh, it's like a kitchen Christian kids camp. It's awesome. Right on. Okay. Did you go to camp, Ramon? Chris, you're up. Go. Yeah, I uh, taught uh, Boy Scout camp when I was 17 out in San Marcos for uh, almost three months sitting out in the camp, out uh, living in a tent. That sounds like so a great experience for a kid. Best time of my life, man. There go. Matt, go. Uh, a week of baseball camp at LSU with Coach Skip Burtman. Oh, wow. Did you go on to play ball? Uh, in high school. Okay. Where'd you go to high school? Creek. Okay. Joshua, go. Yeah, basically my, my from 12 to 15, I mowed yards as a business, and come to find out by the time I was 16, I got my first real job. I uh, made more money mowing yards doing my own business than, than I did working at Sonic and McDonald's. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I I can remember. I mean, we lived too far out to, to have a job where you'd get paid until I could until I could drive, but I used to get on my bike. And I used to go and wash cars, and you know it wasn't looking back, it wasn't a whole lot of money, but it was my money, and you know it got to where I'd have to talk people into washing their car the first time, but after that first time, they didn't want to do it again. They were happy for you to do it. Lisa, you're up. Go. Hey, Michael. Good morning. I worked uh, starting at the age of 14. My dad put me to work filling up. Um, gas for uh gas trucks for his the freight line company that he worked at and i worked there until i was like 17 he saved every one of my paychecks so i was able to buy a brand new car when i was 18 wow how about that ramon nick go uh my wife uh takes my kids in the summertime to lunches of love it's called it's a volunteer thing where they make lunches for poor people and i think that's neat you can sign up any uh bunch of volunteer stuff out there to take the kids to do nobody um, says for poor was, people anymore i love that but go ahead mine was uh peeling logs i, I peeled logs by hand one summer uh for my stepmom's brother he built log cabins with uh with yeah like how old cool world is that and stuff it was awesome that's a cool experience nobody says poor people anymore now it's underprivileged what does that even mean you do not have all the privileges <laughs> it's poor people let's get that straight for poor people. <laughs> He's a major league infidel. Michael Berry. Bartender, I really did it this time. Broke my parole to have a good time. When I got home, it was 
on how much rain we've had and there was a reference to the fact a historical reference given how much rain we had it said uh, Texas hasn't been this wet since Debbie does Dallas I guess that was 78 78 must have been a big year for for rain anyway hold on Hank Jr's coming in This is my park right here, Ramon. At one point, we need to do a uh, lightning round of if there could only be rapping in one country song, what would it be? Because this, now it's acceptable here, and it's acceptable in Dirt Road Anthem. I don't know that there's many others, but it's okay in those two. Just in those two. I know that's the point. You can only. Oh, well, you're right. Okay. Did Hank not participate in this version? I've always wanted to open a subdivision, build a subdivision in Houston, and call it Bambi Woods. I just thought that'd be great. 713 2125 874. It's the lightning round. Wrong. That's the part where you do the lightning round. I won't talk. Parents, I hope you don't blow the next three months. You have an opportunity with your kids. Even if it's just hanging out with Papa to learn something, to do something, to acquire a new skill. When do you have three months of no school? You've got all that time to give them that experience. Put them in a job. Have them doing something. Teach them to earn their own living. Teach them what they don't want to do for a living. How about that? Andrew, go. Yes, sir. My dad was a Borden's milkman for home delivery back in the 70s and 80s, and I went with him in the morning, got up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go deliver milk with him back in the days. Wow. Wow. A Borden milkman. Yes, sir. Home delivery. Huh. What year was that? Well, actually, it was he was in it from 58, and in the late 60s and early 70s, I rode on the truck with him, and on Fridays, we tried to get through early, so we'd get to go up to the farm in East Texas. And where was the farm? In Garrison, Texas. Do you know who Borden was named after? Gail Borden. That's it. Do you know Gail Borden's claim to fame? Elsie the cow. <laughs> but I think he's the one who developed homogenation. Yes, sir, he was. He was also the map maker for uh, Galveston. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, he's an amazing man. Gail Borden was an amazing man for his time. Tammy, go. Uh, yes, me and my four sisters used to ride the city bus unaccompanied to the local YMCA where we did archery, we did swimming, we did arts and crafts every day. Archery? Yeah, back in the day, believe it, they gave us real arrows, sharp points and everything. <laughs> There's something sexy about a woman and a bow. Am I right? Right. There's something. There is. There's something. A huntress. There's something sexy. I don't want to go all Ted Nugent on you, but there's something sexy about that. Is that Thaz or Taz? It's Thad. Thad. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Thad. Yes, sir. I was uh, fortunate at 19 years old between college to get a job as an engineering aide on a, uh, back in 1969 on an interstate highway. And it set my career in engineering. I was making four bucks an hour in 1969. I was rolling in the dough. Ooh, Gosh, you had your own money. Yeah. And then the next summer, I was making five bucks an hour in the same job. I was a rich young man, yeah. i got to tell you. Well, if you're not having to pay your rent or a car note and it's all spending money, it is a lot of money. Ramon, after my first uh, semester in college, that, that Christmas, I worked about, it, it was a little over four weeks. And we had a family friend that had the uh, that had the uh, contract at a carbon black plant. You know what a carbon black plant is? It's like black soot that they were. It's the byproducts of uh, of the carbon process. Uh, petrochemical companies use all this stuff. And so what I had to do was was uh, hose down the carbon soot. It was like being a chimney sweep. That would that would collect on the walls, but it was I think it was twelve or fourteen dollars an hour. It must have been twelve. It might have been fourteen because I remember after eight hours it would go time and a half, and so I can remember making twenty or close to twenty per hour. Well, you'd take every hour you get. after that eighth hour. Most you know you think in eight hours I'm tired. No, that's when you started making the real money for a college kid finishing your first semester making that kind of money. I can remember going. And cashing my paycheck at the credit union in Orange, and I had more money than because all I did that whole month was just work, and they'd let you work as much as you want. We were a scab crew; the, the union didn't want to work. They had a, they were shut down, and so if you were willing to break the strike, absolutely. And I was cleaning up. Yes, I was. Jimmy, go. Uh, yes, I worked at a uh, foundation repair company. Okay. Uh, I I worked for summer uh, when I was 16 years old, and uh, it let me know what real hard labor is and uh, what I really didn't want to be doing for the rest of my life. Yeah, well, there's dignity in work, but I agree. Some people are not cut out, myself included, to be out in the heat swinging hammers or lifting stuff or hauling stuff or blowing carbon off the sides of walls. Uh, at 3 a.m., and it, you know what? It's good to learn that sooner rather than later. It is. One more lightning round coming up, 713-212-5874. I fell asleep one night, Ramon. The, the came, plant manager came to do an inspection. It was like 7 o'clock. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. The next morning I had the hose. The hose was hot. It was cold because it was December. The water was rushing in and I was about to fall off into the hole. Get him off the site. He's a danger to us all. have to go so bad for GNR. I mean, I got it. Axel Rose is an idiot. Was there a bigger breakup that early in their career? I mean, I got the Beatles, but was there a bigger breakup for a band of that level that early? 
I wouldn't put the Texas Tornadoes on that. I'm trying to think. Van Halen was much further along. I mean, you think of, uh, I was thinking of a couple. Van Halen, the Beatles were much further along. I mean, they might have gone on to be terrible. Maybe it's better it happened. And, you know. I mean, can you imagine if Janis Joplin had lived a little longer? She would not have added to her reputation. I wish Jimi Hendrix had lived to be 80 so y'all shut up about him and stop telling us how great he is. We don't have to hear about B.B. King every 10 minutes if he died at 27. Oh, B.B. was that great. He was that kind of. He played Stark Bangleman. It was great. Everyone worshiped him. Oh, oh, slow down. He just died early. The police? I don't think they were that early. They, they had more. How many years? They had years together. They'd run their course. I'm talking about. It's early, like you could say Nirvana, but but he, yeah, yeah. So that you could say Sublime, but again, I'm talking about where they consciously chose to go their own direction. All right, it's a lightning round. Last one. Things you did in the summer that were special. Other parents can be listening in and thinking, you know. It's a great opportunity. Put my kid to work. Have him learn a language. Have him learn an instrument. Something. Work on the ranch. Something. Jason. Uh, no, yeah, Jason, go. Man, during the summers uh, between college, I would go work at the Petro Kent plants around Victoria. Did everything from painting to millwright to pipe fitter and learn real quick. I needed to stay my butt in school, Jack. Yeah, well, that's that's often what people learn from that experience. Joseph, go. Yes, this is Joseph from Port Arthur. Uh, my <laughs> oh, wow, that Joseph. <laughs> we would uh, go through the uh, Red Cross uh, swimming lessons and also go to the library for uh, the summer reading program. Fair enough. He's very earnest. Adele, you're up. Hey, my grandfather used to have every banana that hit the coast of Galveston. And we used seriously. And uh, he had a banana route. We are, that's what we called it anyway. It was before all the big supermarkets. We used to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and go on his rounds with him. This was back in the days when Galveston was still run by the mafia. And uh, it was very interesting. So that, what did uh, he do? He, he took delivery of the bananas at the port? He took delivery of the bananas at the port. And this was, I mean, until the, actually in Galveston, until the... Like seventies and eighties, and you have to understand, my grandfather was an old, old man when we were born. He immigrated here from Sicily when he was nineteen years old with one brother, and um, they worked, worked real hard, and then paid to bring their brothers and sisters over who wanted to come. Not all of them did, but um, he worked for this produce company, and then eventually ended up buying it, and. It was before the, the Port of Houston was was very much of anything at all, and so he would he would take delivery of the bananas, and there were mostly mom and pop stores in Galveston, not big supermarkets. Hmm. And he and so he, Galveston, Dickinson, Alvin, Hitchcock, Lamar, Texas, all the little stores, he would go around and uh, take the bananas. And at one point, and I didn't learn this, I didn't hear this story till I was grown, because you didn't talk to women about these things. You, these things were not for women. 
he went to the Godfather in Galveston to ask permission to carry a gun because there had been a lot of hijackings. And um, my mother, I don't know if you know any of the Galveston history, mm-hmm. my mother uh, went to Ursuline Academy, mm-hmm. and her best friend was a, a woman named Florence Maceo. Mm-hmm. And the Maceos... I don't know who well, Florence is, but I know who the Maceos are. You know who the Maceos are. Okay. Well, her father was Rosie Maceo. And um, anyway, they told my, my, my grandfather, yeah, sure, it's fine. You carry a gun, but don't worry about anything. <laughs> so. And there you have it. You know what I love, Ramon? Everybody thinks that everybody but their grandfather was in the mob or in the mafia. Yeah, there was a lot of mafia back then. My poor grandfather. I mean, he'd have to go to their meetings and pay their dues and, you know, kill people every so often. Whew, he really didn't like the mafia. <laughs> It's that time. Lock and load. The Michael Derry Show is on the air. One year ago today, Prince was still alive. Somebody posted a meme. It says, remember that time Prince died and it rained for a month? Y'all getting hit in parallel? How much, how much, you got flooding or just rain? People get mad when I say this. But I, I always thought there was something a little weird. I'm just saying. Of course, crazy me, I thought there was something a little weird about Michael Jackson. The whole presentation was just a little, I got it. He was a genius. Everybody loved him. Like, I grew up, I, 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 the, the music was around. I, I'm not opposed to the music. It's not bad music. But you can't tell me it didn't seem a little bit odd. It, androgynous, if nothing else. And he's a little big fella. Little bitty. Who was that nasty woman at Sheila or Sheena or whatever that was with him? Sheila E. Or were they both with him? Wasn't Sheila E the one that was with him? Oh, I forgot about Apollonia. She's not related to Amorosa.
You see those, uh, they call them protesters. They're punks at the Trump rally, beating up. Beat, I mean, that's got to stop. Somebody needs to arrest them. It's like somebody pissed off the whole Home Depot parking lot, just invading them. This is a banned Grey Poupon ad. I'm a bit of a classic. I poop on my burger. I poop on my potato salad. I poop on my kids' lunches. I poop on my fingers. Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I poop on my husband's chest. (laughs) Grey Poupon. Poupon. Everything. Apparently that was made, but they refused to use it. But Kmart did use this. Ship my pants. Right here? Ship my pants, you're kidding. You can ship your pants right here. You hear that? I can ship my pants for free. Wow, I just may ship my pants. Yeah, ship your pants. Billy, you can ship your pants too. I can't wait to ship my pants, Dad. I just shipped my pants, and it's very convenient. Very convenient. I just shipped my drawers. I just shipped my nighty. I just shipped my bed. If you can't find what you're looking for in store, we'll find it at Kmart.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Right now, and ship it to you for free. Makes me sad that people think they were doing anything other than transporting it. Sarah, you're up. Go ahead. Yes, I'm. I was a soda jerk from the time I was 13 years old up until I graduated high school, and I would still today, at 78 years old, challenge anybody to make a better soda than I can. What was your trick, Sarah? Well, just a little bit of of extra finesse when I was making it. There was no special trick to it. It was just taking good care of my customers. Where did you Where did you work? I worked in a little at a little uh, shop in the town I grew up in in Indiana. Two hundred people, and it was in it was called the coffee shop. And it was a hangout for all the kids, and well, it was the only restaurant in town, so everybody came in there. Hmm. I miss the old, uh, uh, what do you call that area in the middle where you'd go and they'd make malts and the... Oh, the soda fountain. Soda fountain. I miss miss that concept. There's a place down in Galveston. I talked about them a while back, and and I was notified that they are still around, but it's a a 1920s era, and the guy guy redid it. His daughter runs it, and the guy uh, redid the whole thing, but it is... It is straight out of the 20s or, or 30s. Everything from that that uh, 
Art Deco style, but they 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 took everything back to its original, and it looks like you just you stepped it, when you walk in, you feel like you could take a picture, and then uh, and then put that to a sepia tone, and it, it would be, you know, nineteen thirty five all over again. Mike, go ahead. Michael, thirty eight years ago, every summer my parents would send me uh, to baseball camp and go get lessons from Wayne Graham. Who was Wayne Graham? He's the coach of Rice University. Oh, okay. All right. The baseball coach. All right. I did not know that. Yeah, he's like 83 years old and taking Bryce Owls. Well, he he used to coach for uh, San Jack College uh, over there by North Shore and took them to like seven World Series. Uh, his I name think. sounds vaguely familiar. I, I, they've had a program. Is he's, he's not still the coach at Rice. Oh, yes, sir, he is. They're in the College World Series. Well, they have had a program over the last 15 years. It's been an incredible program. But I'll tell you who else has really stepped up their game is the University of Houston. That Ramones quit. They have. They, their baseball program has been fantastic. The last, the last few years, they have really up there. It's not at Rice's level, I agree. But it, they, they've had a very good program. Mm-hmm. It's Open Line Friday. You don't have to call about your first job, but if you do, we'll let you on. 713-212-5874. Robert, you're up. Hey, good morning. I, uh, my first job was in Winnie, Texas, working for Trinity Valley Telephone Company, and we had to go along the farm-to-market roads and clear the brush that was growing up into the telephone lines. How much you get paid for that? I think it was around $8 an hour. Huh. What do you do now? I'm a videographer. A videographer? That's the, tell, that's the one yep. that tells people how to dance? Yep. Huh. Okay. Are you on your own? Yes. Yes, I am. You make good money? Yeah, real good money. Are you like my friend Chance McLean? Do you have like 20 projects you're working on, but you never actually collect for it? <laughs> no, I shoot videos uh, for depositions. Okay, he does that too. He just gets ninety percent through and then doesn't rem- or finishes the project and forgets to bill people, which I guess <laughs> is good for his clients. Right. God, I love you tonight. Have your lovely way. 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 You're on the right radio station, honey. You listening to the Michael Barry Show, and yes, we know that because we got drones flying all up on here. <laughs> Berry Show.
bitches at black masses. Evil minds at plot destruction. Sorcerer of death construction. In the fields of bodies burning. As the war machine keeps turning. You are a Ramon, have you ever taken a moment out of your busy life to stop to consider? Do you like more products from the pig or the cow? You have? Which one is it? The cow? All right. What are they? Uh, 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 I, why is the first word out of your out of your mouth bacon? Why are you so defensive? What from the cow? <clears throat> Brisket, okay. Ribeye. All right, short rib, okay. Excuse me. In English, please. <laughs> Barbacoa is not what. That's how you, uh, did you. Did have you made a mistake? Is this like my, my buddy Ray Sinkowitz who gets smashed and announces, Vince Vaughn is the greatest comedian of all time. Um, Ray, let's let's dial that back. Well, he's one of the top five. Let me give you five that are better than him, and you pick one that's worse. Well, he's really good. <laughs> all right, brisket, ribeye, short rib. Go ahead. Hamburger will count as ground round. Okay. What else? Prime rib, okay. I don't really like prime rib, which is, don't tell Russell, but he really likes prime rib. And so sometimes we get stuck going to restaurants that are prime rib. And you know that whole 1950s thing where the old black guy comes out and he opens up the silver, the big silver thing, and he cuts it for you, and it's, I don't like that. It's not a good cut for me. Yeah, that's not my thing. But he loves that, so that's what we do. All right, next. Yeah, all the steaks. All right, I got that. But let's put that into one category. Okay. All right, now let's go over to the pig. Bacon. Ribs. The ribs are better. What? Then you know what? You're not worth the conversation. If you think a beef rib can ever measure up, if the same person is cooking them and he can't wow you more with the pork rib, you're out of your league, Donnie. You're out of your element. <clears throat> All right, so you got the bacon, you got the rib, you got the poke chop. You know, I think in the pantheon of meat greatness, the pork chop is the most underrated. Because, and the problem is people get bad pork chops. I have been begging Jessica to put this. She gets these pork chops for me that I go over and eat at lunch. Jessica, we've got to put this on the menu. We can't, Michael. It's too expensive, and it's too hard to keep the inventory of it, and it had to be over 30 bucks. A pork chop because of the cut, and I said people would pay that. She says no because we we don't know what. That's not our market, <clears throat> man. I I just want everybody to try this pork chop because it's that good. All right, bacon rib pork chop. I do believe that the pork chop is the greatest. It's the most underrated of of the entire <clears throat> the entire meat category. Let's just say that right now. Okay, next. That's all you got. You don't know anything. You don't. I don't want to eat hogs, ma. Uh, fat back, pork bellies, pork, good pork. Be- you know who makes the best pork belly in Houston? Do you know? Who? 
not Morgan Weber. He might think he does. He might tell you he does. He might have uh, John T. Edge writing that he does. Charles Clark does. Yep. Uh, put that in there. Yep. Okay. How about this? You ever stop thinking about this? When you're making beans, is there any part of a cow that you just toss in for flavoring? No. And you know why? Because believe it or not, <clears throat> and I'm a steak man, don't get me wrong. Steak does not have the flavor that would sufficiently flavor a pot of beans, but pork does. It's distinctive. It, am I right? It's sweeter. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to change your opinion? Why? St- steak fajitas are good. Steak fa- See, this is what's wrong in America. People, they entrench themselves. This is, this is my opinion. This is what I'm doing, and I'm never going to. And then they don't listen. Well, here's the deal. <clears throat> you might be right. All in all, the cow wins. But the pig does not get his fair due. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. It's not Muslims, because Muslims have not affected public opinion. It is because Jews in this country didn't eat pork. So you have a lot of influence, an important part of the American you know, uh, intelligentsia, the ethos, didn't dig on swine and so it, it, you narrowed the number of people eating pork and i think that i think that there was always kind of a you know a discomfort to well we don't want to promote pork because it's offensive to certain people but pork is delicious it really is and it it bothers me that for all the talk about bacon and bacon has become its own you know everybody loves bacon bacon is gr- great and and for all the talk about bacon the pork chop. The pork chop is the one. I'm putting an ast. I make a list here. If I put an asterisk beside it, Ramon, you know that's that in the Book of Life. That's in, that's like a highlight. That's like the red letter part of the Bible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to get sacrilegious, but that if I put an asterisk beside it on both sides, the pork chop is is there. And again, that goes back to low quality chuletas. You get first of all, you got these taquerias. No, they do the little chuletas. The little pork chops are those little bit thin strip ones. Which is fine, but that's you don't get the, the the same quality. A good quality of pork chop with that ribbon around the edge is real juicy and sweet. Whoo, man! That and a pot of beans and some cornbread and some tea, and you have got a meal on your hands. Mona, go ahead, dear. Well, I was going to tell you about my first job, but you also forgot chicharrones. The uh, pork rind. Oh, good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? Yes. They are. Uh, they're what is it? They're not gluten free. They may be gluten free. They're some. They're what? They're carb free. Yeah, you can be on Adkins, Adkins, and eat chicharrones. Yes. You know, so I <clears> you my first job. Well, hold on. Um, that is one of my great weaknesses. If I pull into a convenience store. And I haven't had lunch, and it's 2 o'clock, and I just realized, oh, I haven't had lunch. I'm hungry. I just came in to get some gas. And I'll go, like, and I'll see some chicharrones. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. I'll say, oh, man, let me get a Mr. Pibb or Dr. Pepper and a bag. And I get a bag that's too big. It's one of those that you eat too much of it. And especially I like to get the ones that have been dusted with uh, jalapeno or mesquite or something like that. You get about three-quarters through that, and you just you you don't feel good. It's not a good feeling. But I do love them. It's usually just me and the Mexicans getting them. White people don't eat enough chicharrones. They tear up the roof of your mouth, but they're delicious. They do tear at the roof of your mouth. You're right. They're fun to chew on, though. That's, that's that's just a good thing to have in the middle of the afternoon. That's one of the things in life, Ramona, I ask myself why I don't eat as often as I should. Because And maybe I wouldn't enjoy it as much, but it's one of those things that when you do eat it, you remember, golly, I forgot how much I like this. All right, Mona, hold on. You'll be next. So I just put that on the Michael Berry show. <laughs> Michael Berry show. Get down, get down. 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 What's the difference between an African elephant and an Indian elephant? About 5,000 miles. I went to a zoo one time. All they had was one dog. It was a shih tzu. What? The the dog was a shih tzu. Josh. Well, hold on, Josh. We got to go back to Mona. Mona. Hi, Michael. Hi, Hi, Mona. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm awesome. What are you doing? Um, well, I might be getting ready to go into Target, but I won't tell you what bathroom I'm going to go into. Who's Who else is there? It's just me. Okay. What are you doing? Um, just hanging out, talking to you. Kids are, are doing their thing, and it's just me being mama today. Oh, you got the kids there? No, no, no. The kids are, you know, ones at camp and ones working today, so. Who was the hotter Mona, Mona Lisa or the mom from Who's the Boss? Uh, oh, well, the one from Who's the Boss was a redhead, and I'm a redhead, so, you know, I got to go with a redhead. Ramon wants to know, I don't even know if this means, if 
if you're a uh, (laughs) – I'm sorry. I had a TSA agent ask me that one time. Really? Yes. Why are people fascinated? I never got into redheads, but dudes, my my older brother had a thing for redheads. Mm-hmm. I never knew People what that do. was. Huh? Yeah. People do. Yeah. Do you notice that? Do you notice that certain guys hit on you that that wouldn't otherwise wrong? Can you get that call? Well, this was a TSA agent. He was holding my license that had my obviously my address on it and he looked like Shaq. And he wanted to know if it was true. And what are you gonna do? Well, I guess were you honest? Well, I kinda giggled and demurred my way out of it. Oh. Huh. So you didn't answer? Yeah. No, I did not. Okay. Always keep them guessing. Right. Where's 205? Birmingham. Is that where you're calling from? Yes. What part of Birmingham? Um, Mountain Brook. What's your favorite soda? Oh, uh, well, I'm a Diet Dr. Pepper girl. What do you like about but- Diet Dr. Pepper? I don't know. I really don't have. I don't really have diet. I don't really have sodas that often. But or I like a good ginger ale or a fresca in the summertime. I like a fresca. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know the big news that's going on here today is the Piggly Wiggly's getting ready to open up again. They've been out of our village for a while, and so everybody's very excited about their back. Which village? It's called Crestline Village. Oh, okay. What was there in its place, or was it just vacant? Uh, well, it was a big ha-ha because the CVS came in and took over the lease on the space that the pig had had. Mm. So um, the pig owners had to find another place to go, and there's Facebook page, Save the Pig, and it, it was it was a big deal. Where'd you grocerate while it was closed? Well, you know, you kind of got to bounce around town, and there's a place called the Western, and then you can find, you know— Everybody loved all the people who worked at the pig, and they all kind of dispersed to other locations around town. So you'd go Miss Linda in Homewood, and you might see Mr. Sam there. And so, But they're all back today. They all start back at the Crestline location. Oh, they brought all the original employees back? Yes. Everybody Who's your favorite? Them. I love Miss Linda. Do you ever, because I know women do this, Mona, and I want you to be honest. It's required by FCC. Is there some old man at the post office or the grocery store or something that you flirt with and you pretend you don't know you're flirting with him, but you know it makes him happy and you figure, what what the hell? Well, I am a redhead, so yes. Who, who would who would be the one that you, if you were to be honest, probably worse than any, you do that one? Um, probably, it probably got to be somebody at the pig, maybe. You spend a lot of time at the pig? No, not not too much. So I've got stuff to do. That comes up a lot in your conversation. Well, I just thought it would be of interest to you. You kind of like stuff like that, <laughs> hometown stuff. <laughs> you make me sound like a creep. <laughs> Tell so, Ramon to get the phone. So who's who's the old man there? Um, no, he, well, he's not really old. He's just probably about I don't know. He might be about fifty, so oh, you know. Oh, I'm, oh. So that's not. Old. I'm your age, so that's not old. Okay, all right. And so, what does he do? Is he the butcher? He's the manager. Oh, you should always flirt with the butcher, though. Yes, you get better cuts. Yes. Who's the Can butcher, Mister my... Mr. Fred? Oh. No, uh, 
I don't know. You know, they wear the white coat, and I, I guess I should know his name. So. And who is the, who's the manager that you flirt with? Mr. Mr. Audrey. Mr. Audrey? Audie. Mr. Audie? Yeah. That sounds like the Don't Squeeze the Charmin man. Mr. <laughs> Audie. Is Audie his last name? No. Uh, you know. Oh, like Audie Murphy. Funny. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. What were you going to say? It's funny? I, well, I, I was going to say, you know, you just have they have their name tags. You're not really sure if it's the first name or a last name. Have you ever gone into the... Um, pig wearing a house gown and house slippers no it's crestline you don't do that hair you and wear curls your, no you wear your yoga pants or your you know your tennis outfit which one do you wear uh yoga pants oh i love yoga pants. tennis shoes yeah. um yeah hair in a ponytail through the ponytail through the back of the baseball cap yeah high ponytail yeah that's that's a good look that's mm-hmm. that's that's a very good look can i tell you about my first job all right, go ahead. Okay, I grew up in Atlanta, and I was a skip tracer and a credit card collector for Visa, for Citibank Visa. Mm. At sixteen, I'm listening. So anyway, I learned. Um, you know, I worked there all summer, and I saved all my money. I was spending money throughout the year, and I worked. You know, I worked on Saturdays. Every Saturday morning from eight to noon, we uh, we called people and. Uh, did you enjoy that work? Yes, I did because you're always right. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to all like you just you had proof you were always right. You like busting people. Well, when you're right, you're right. Mm, mm, mm. I hope you have a great day, Michael. I'll you, your show. You too, Mona. The Michael Berry Show. Oh, Michael Berry. That's where I land. Oh, on a big payback. 
You gotta deal with it, Ramon. It's Open Line Friday, whatever's on your mind. 713 212 5874. 713 212 5874. Ramon, I owe you an apology on a professional level for all your posing as a barbecue pit master and lover and cooker of meat. Um, some of the th- answers you gave to my questions have caused people to laugh not with you but at you, and I should not have done that. I should have, I should have given you time to prep or go read Maureen Ogle's book or something. I should have, I sh- that was not fair to put you on the spot and expose your insufficient knowledge when it comes to meats. Yeah, that's why I was going to go into chicken next, but uh, because in the barbecue realm, if you ask me, chicken doesn't get its due. Chicken's good. You don't think so? Chicken is good. Chicken is versatile. I mean, you think of all the things you can do with chicken. You can broil it, bake it, shake and bake it, barbecue it, fry it. Think about it. There's a lot of things you can do with it. George. Yes, sir. Hold on. Uh, phone remote. What's up, George? Hello. Go ahead, brother. Okay, so um, it's awesome you were talking about um, jobs this morning because I heard this NPR piece. I only listened to for ammunition. And um, some whiny little 30-year-old girl was talking to college students about how working 30 hours a week and going to school causes you to not do as well in school as you could otherwise do if you didn't have to work and and how they got to work all these jobs. And I'm just, well, you know, uh, uh Feel the burn is going to give you free college, and uh, so you don't ever have to take out loans. And Hill Dog's going to give you, um, well, she's going to give you free tuition and books, and then that way you can use your Pell Grant money to eat. And I'm just like, it got, and then your question this morning about your first job. My first job was at nine years old. I had a paper route. And I got to thinking by the time I was in college, I had six jobs seven different jobs by the time i married my wife i had 11 different jobs by the time i, I was in in, in different in, in a diverse different industries and by the time i was uh and when i married my wife and had a child i got in one industry and stayed there for the next 30 years but it, it, all these people whining about working i mean you know it's just i don't get it I didn't get a Pell Grand College. I, you know, I work. I agree. Um, I think that <clears throat> I will. I will equate it to guns. 
if somebody's never been around a gun, and look, I, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination. I have friends that are. Um, I, it's sort of like airplanes. I, I, I get confused on the numbers and the caliber and the speed and the wadding and the packing and, you know, you name it. But I know the basics that I don't fear guns. And I think that it's a you don't know what you don't know. If someone has never worked with their hands to complete a project, if they've never done back-breaking work, and Lord knows I don't do it, but growing up, there were chores we had to perform, things we were expected to do. My dad worked with his hands. He was not paid for what he knew, but the hard work he was willing to do. And everybody I knew, their parents worked at plants. That's what you did. Your dad was always exhausted from the hard work they did at the plant. But then when they got off, they came home and they worked around the house and they coached Little League and they worked with their kids and you built stuff and you you went hunting and you went fishing and, you know, you never sat down, ever. And you got cuts and scrapes and you put uh, – my dad would put monkey blood on everything. Well, he had to be careful because he's diabetic. So a wound takes on a different level of, of concern because you don't have the same uh, blood flow. But, I mean, he always, from working with his hands, I mean, I never, I take my car to get worked on. He never took vehicles to the mechanic. And my, my his, his brother-in-law, my Uncle Preston, was a mechanic. His theory was that was for people who thought they were better than other people. You did all the work on your car yourself. And I can remember getting under there. I was fascinated by it. Well, not any good at it, and I don't want to do it today. But it's things that you need to learn. These kids who've been taught by their parents, uh, you know, to, to live in this air-conditioned bubble all the time, life's going to be hard for them. You, you've you got to get a little dirt under your nails. By the way, Holmes has eat up with a uh, an amoeba. He's lost 15 pounds. He's puking his guts out. It's that time. Lock and load. The Michael Berry Show is on the air. Before we get back to the calls, which will be in short order, 713-212-5874. Um... I grew up in the era of great prank calls. <clears throat> you don't get great prank calls anymore because you've already tipped that it's a prank call because you have to obscure your number. But in any case, uh, <laughs> that was a great thrill in our day. <clears throat> two two things my buddy and I used to do when we'd get together was prank calls. And then there was a way to three-way in. You you could you – could, uh, those were – that was the first version of three ways, and you could you could you could tap in your buddy, and then y'all you could call people and mess with them, and it made it so much more fun if your buddy was on the was on the phone, and we would get rather elaborate in our schemes. But the other thing was CB radios. Oh man, because we lived right off ten, so all them truckers would come through, and we would get those truckers so aggravated and riled up. <laughs> 
my buddy's name was Chad, and his uh, his CB handle was Chatterbox. And they they would get on Channel 19. If that Chatterbox comes on here, I know where he is. I'm going to whip him. And he'd lay into him. No, you don't. You. <laughs> we thought we were funny. Anyway, somebody I was I made reference to to prank calls. And somebody sent me a reference to uh, a boom hour prank call. And then, you know, YouTube is evil. So you go from one to the other. And somebody sat with a boom hour uh, uh, soundboard and prank called somebody. Ramon didn't think it was funny, but I did. And I hope you do. Thank you for calling Weight Watch. This call may be monitored for quality and training purposes. You may hear silence while your call is transferred. Wait, wait, I, I have to tell you one thing. Sorry, I have to set this up, Ramon. He's called Weight Watchers. And the beauty is, no matter what happens, she's going to close the sale. She, The beauty, the, the thing that makes this awesome is that no matter what, she's determined, I might yet get a sale. Thank you for calling Weight Watchers. This call may be monitored for quality and training purposes. You may hear silence while your call is transferred. Thank you for calling me, Watchers. My name is Amanda, and I will be happy to assist you today. How can I help you? I've been calling y'all people better than a month now. I drop by y'all every time I dangle dog across the street. You haven't y'all 24 hours a day, and nobody answered. You have to call. How are you supposed to come out and do anything about that dog? You're just going to get a dang old computer. I ain't going to come over here and just shut that dang old dog up. I'm sorry? I'm sorry, sir, but I'm not able to understand you. Your phone is cutting out and you're speaking a little too fast. No, I've been thinking about y'all and y'all dang old bottom and all what's going to get moving again. I think y'all will go jogging and swimming in water buns, man. They're going to be bad having you pooping just like you used to, man. I, I know it's going to work. So what's the issue that you need to get fixed? Oh, uh, wait, man. I just said that ain't going to work out, man. These little old gals come around here, they get that flat-out and old, man. Thanks, Boomhauer. Let's go. Uh, dang old women from Mars, man. I'll tell you what. So would you like to get information about signing up for Weight Watchers? Oh, no. I'm sorry, Hank, man, everybody's best friend, man, richest man in the world. Just like the dang old Jimmy, yo. So what was it that I could help you with? Hey, man, y'all, don't put that dang old thing out, man. Y'all gonna lighten up like that, man. You gonna do that like a dang old junkie, man. You go messing up my head with that dang old secondary nicotine like that, man. Okay, so if you want some information about the Weight Watchers program, I'll be happy to assist you with that if I can get your zip code. Y'all know, man. You can't go ask for about that. You go out there and she gonna go Dutch, man. There's nothing no other way. Well, you smell nice. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, before we get to the calls, one quick note. Let's all take a pledge today. Let's all join in together and take this pledge. That nobody will give another person more than one business card. If only for today. We will all recognize we're happy you just got a whole new box of business cards. 
but nobody is taking more than most times people don't want the one, but they definitely don't want 10 because literally nobody is taking 10 business cards from you and tomorrow at a party saying, oh, oh, you might need an insurance agent. Hold on a second. I got like 10 from a guy I met yesterday. I'm sure he's a Hold on. Let me pull all these out of my wallet. Sorry, I got 10 restaurant manager business cards, 10 lawyers, 10. Oh, here it is. Here's I got 10. You can have one of them because I have. Are you sure I don't want to take your. No, no. I still have nine left. I'll take this one. He seemed like a nice guy. I took 10 of his. He gave me 10 cards. So I thought to myself, I will not be complete until I pass these 10 cards out. In fact, you know what? Here's five of his cards. You take them and pass them out. And before you know it, he's selling insurance to the world. People just going, hey, I don't know you, but I got your card at a party. Really? Uh, the old scheme. Handed out cards to everybody. Jason, you're up. Yes, sir. I was listening in earlier when you were talking about pork. And a couple of cuts you left off were the jowls and pork steaks and country-style ribs. I'm not a fan of the jowls. Why is that? I, I don't know that. Are you talking about that porchetti detesta, the pig face thing? Yeah, it's right there on the cheek. Yeah, it's called the farmer's uh, cut because most people don't, don't know what to do, but you can slice that I know just my, like you would bacon. Uh, it's, and it's got it, a whole different fat makeup it, to it it's almost like a caramel yes I, i've i've tried it my buddy raised uh mangalitsas oh hey you must, is that morgan yeah so i bought all his breeding stock oh you're kidding no i, I oh i need to talk to you because years. his bacon was the best bacon i've ever eaten in my life oh, and then okay. when he sold off to finish to finish that off um, he still carries a bacon at Revival that's good, but it, it that was the best bacon I have ever eaten. And my wife has said we've got to figure out if anyone took that stock, and and I just haven't gotten around to it. Well, that it's the Mongolia. It's a I mean a really good pig, but the problem is for most people, it's uh, it's way too fatty. Well, see, but I like that. I like that. And it's kind of acidic. It has a, the, that flavor profile I have never found anywhere else. Well, the great thing about a pig, which is why I'd say it's always superior to beef in any form other than it just being more versatile, is that you can actually flavor a pig while it's still alive. And it flavors, that flavor goes into the, the fat. So it takes about three to four weeks to finish a hog to flavor it, such as acorns, pecans, peaches, cherries. But all of that those flavors will actually begin to well, you just hold fat. you just hold on right there chuck i'm not even halfway with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Michael Berry Show.
Why is Chuck on a different line than when we finish the... His phone died? Big farming's tough business, man. No, that was Chuck we were talking to. Uh-huh. Chuck, was that you we were talking to? Uh, yeah, I think so. Just now, going into the break? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm talking to somebody. You're not the one that raised the mangalitsas? No. All right, well, hold, hold right there. Jason? There you go. Was I'm that you? Chuck. Yeah, I'm not Chuck. Yeah. Or you, if it was, you'd call me Charles. Yeah, well, you're kind of hipsterish, so you wouldn't go by Chuck. <laughs> no, nah, I'm far from hipster. <laughs> Hipsters never think they're hipsters, for the record. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I have been called a hipster before, but not because. Is your hair kind of long on top and a little bit shorter on the side, and you mm, slick no, it? No, it's, co- it's full fledged long. Do you wear penny loafers with no socks? I've only got one pair of shoes, and it's boots. Okay, all right. <clears throat> we'll be the judge of that. Um, do, do you wear blue jeans from Imogene and whatever from Nashville that no, take I two wear, weeks to I, wear in? I wear T-47 Wranglers from Tractor Supply. Oh, well, if you buy your clothes at Tractor Supply, you're good people. By my. I buy everything at Tractor Supply. Tractor Supply is my new favorite big box. If you can't get it at Tractor Supply, you don't need to go get it anywhere. Tractor Supply is one of those things for me, like Dairy Queen, that there's not one in my neighborhood. So when we go out, for the weekend, everyone I pass, I need to stop in and just check them and make sure they're Oh, ready. we got five of them within 20 miles of it. So. I love Tractor Supply. Good people, too. That's a good, good, good company. Is we it? Where, up, where is that based? They're headquartered in Nashville. Oh, did not know that. Yeah, we went there in October and met with, I mean, just great, great. I'm not always leery of big stores like that, but met with upper management and all that there and just wonderful, wonderful people. You must be a big deal getting those kind of meetings, Jason. I, well, we, we're kind of in a niche field, so you get contacted by opportunities quite a bit. You just got to be able to weed out which ones. Are are you in a niche field because you are um, raising heritage pigs? No, we. So what we do is, I live. We're in Fayetteville, Texas. I've got a farm named Yonderway Farm, and we basically feed around three hundred families a month that buy all their food directly from our farm so could could you do 301 i could yeah no (laughs) but we do no that wasn't a joke it wasn't a joke. no i mean that's what we do we feed people so uh been doing it for 10 years now 302 we're almost (laughs) enough you can handle 302 we can we we can handle a lot no actually Um, this is an interesting uh concept continue well so I don't just do, you know, when we started 10 years ago, I've been doing it full-time now for six years, um, which is hard. I mean, not many people farm full-time for a living, but um, we we do heritage breed pork, you know, pasture pork, grass-fed beef, you know, free-range chickens and eggs, which my eggs, you'll never have an egg as good as my egg. Um, but we just really try to connect families to the food system that they're supporting, and so over the years, I mean, we've been able to probably the largest farm that does what we do between Houston and Austin. Um, but so how that, does we, this work? Do you only provide to those 300 families? No, 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 no. So anyone's able to order, and we've got about 25 different delivery 
site between you know in Houston and Austin. Like like uh, the like the like Blue Apron kind of stuff. Um, but on a on a like a, a truly sourced in, like you can also you know we've built a, a family of farmers around us and things like that that had products that I want to get. We're in the middle of nowhere. I'm, I live in Fayetteville, Texas, so. You probably should know that. that yeah, is, I do. You like round top. So um, are you kind of like Felix? Do you know Felix? I'm not like Felix, no. Well, well that's what he does. I mean, what you do sounds like what he does. Um, in a sense, but we are we are very much geared towards um, building a place where people can come and see, you know, basically the, the system that they're supporting, bring their kids, all those type things. Um, I, and all that is is wonderful. You still have to make a living. How, to whom do you sell your product? I sell majority, probably ninety percent of our business is straight to families. So how does or that family purchase it? Do you have a retail shop on premises? No, 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 no. So they go online, they go to our website, and they go online, and then they select a group that's closest to them, or they can pick up from the farm. And like I said, we got about twenty or so different delivery sites around Houston that we do every two weeks. Um, but we and also you deliver started. to that site? We are there for about an hour period, and then all the families come and pick up all their different foods. During that hour? During that hour, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. But but because of that, I mean, we've been able to grow this using that model for the last six years. But Is that you very- with the hipster beard and the suspenders? Yes. You are a hipster. How dare you? Ramon, go to Yonder Way Farm. He, he's got suspenders, and he's got a long beard like Bert Harvey or you. Well, now that's an old picture because my hair is like just as long as my beard now. So That is as hipstered out as you can get. Good Lord. All right, go ahead. Well, I don't know. You done throw me, thrown me off track. Well, where, that's where right. Was I? I want to understand the business model. So, so how many of these di- different delivery sites are these? Like farmers market kind of places? No, or? I don't. You can't. You can't make a living at farmers market. No, I got so. that. But so, where is this place you would deliver to? Oh, here's there's, a delivery there's, calendar. All, You're not answering. Yeah, the there's, there's, all, the website. there's all different places. So I work. You know, sometimes we do some stuff with CrossFit's wellness. You know, wellness clinics, those type things. So usually for those delivery sites, people have contacted us with businesses and said, "Hey, we want to be able to offer this stuff to our our patients, clients, whatever," and then. There's got to be a minimum amount of money that's ordered for that delivery to take place. Like a $1,000 group order? Yes, yeah, for the group. And then, you know, we're there for that time, and they pick up all of their meat and eggs and milk and cheese and breads and olive oil and honey. And And you're doing all that? You're you're providing? No, no. Well, I provide it, but I play to my strengths. I want to be, you know, I'd rather be great at, a few things and mediocre a bunch. So we just. So your website says grass fed enough said. Why is that so important to you? Well, for the most for beef it, in that regard, I sell only people that that are wanting uh, grass fed beef, which is a has a totally different profile than a grain finished you know calf. But I'm not I'm not one that's going to demonize grain fed because it, I'll tell you a barley finished yeah calf is is a great 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 animal that's just not the the market that i'm in if i there are chefs that don't like the grass-fed beef profile yeah because you either most people have either had great experiences with it or they hated it but it's usually because the the producers 
took that calf too long. And before these last two years, we've been in drought for five straight years. It, that produces a really poor quality grass-fed beef. So we, we butcher ours a lot younger to combat that. So, I, I mean, I'd like to say we have a really great, consistent grass-fed beef product that so we'll does, be it, able to do this. does the FDA regulate you? Obviously, they regulate how you raise this stuff. But do they regulate how you deliver it? Seems like they would. Um, not so much the delivery of Ramon, it. Ramon, I go. Through. Oh, it's twenty-eight. I'm sorry. Hold, hold right there, Jason. Hold right there, okay. Ramon, we're having lunch at the RCC at noon. If you want to join us, a bunch of us, Coy, and maybe even Jason. No, not pork chop. Well, for me, for you, show. something nice. I'm sure. I bought a Verizon. It's called a, a Jetpack MiFi 4G. 50 bucks a month. Supposed to be able to get internet anywhere all the time because our internet's for crap uh, here at the station. Damn thing doesn't work at all. I had somebody tell me the other day, well, if it's not working, it's probably because there's a bunch of other people using Verizon at the same time. Oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, how about you tell people that when they buy it? You really don't need to buy this because it's not going to work. Yonder Way Farm. They got a nice logo, Ramon. And he's got a real pretty family. He's got a very pretty wife, very wholesome, and four little girls. You know they just he keeps man, one more time I'm gonna get a boy. One more. Can you imagine the estrogen? Can you imagine? There's somebody crying in his house at all times. Four little girls and the mother. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy's got a bit on that, and he's talking about raising girls. And he goes through this whole thing where you think it's his daughter who's crying, and then he goes, and so I tell her, honey, stop. You're going to scare the kids. <laughs> he's got four little girls and a wife. Oh, my goodness. This is a fascinating concept. All right, let's go back to Jason. We will we will re-enter our conversation with Jason. But this time, Jason will not try to sell us like we're John T. Edge at New York Times or Garden and Gun. He will actually answer our business model questions as if we are an MBA class. All right. Oh, that wasn't for you yet, Jason. We haven't cut back to you. 
Oh, right. This, that was the voice. That was the voiceover, before. right? Oh, I've never done this before. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so I, I got it. You do great things. People are in love with you. Bringing back farming. I actually do buy into all that. I love that. All kidding aside, I, I genuinely love all of that. But walk me through the business model. So, what- with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What percentage of your sales are to supermarkets? I don't do any supermarkets. All right. What percentage of your sales are to these uh, group supply places that you show up and then the families come together and they buy from you there? 90%. All right. How many? See, he's, he's got the focus here. So how many of these locations do you deliver to? Around 25, and then we've got five home delivery sites, like subdivisions that we deliver to people's doors Okay, in so the let, northwest side of Houston. Let me focus on the 25. So of the 25 that you're delivering to, uh-huh. um, what is the physical brick and mortar that you're delivering to? What is that? It's just, it's just a parking lot. I'm just in a parking lot. People meet me in a parking lot from okay. my truck. All right. And so you show up in the parking lot with with freezers full of meats? Well, I have a refrigerated truck. Okay. So you show up and and you and your wife have marked out this goes to the Joneses and this goes to Smith's? They all they all pre-order. So they place their orders online. Okay. We then get them and we fill them. And then I've got to get all the other products from other farms and businesses around us together and then we bring them into houston oh so you're and, you're bringing more than just the meats you're raising oh, you're bringing you can, the olive oils and the cheese get, okay yeah you can get almost everything you get at a grocery store from us i might start carrying toilet paper and paper towels pretty soon okay so now how do you receive product from other people do they bring it to your farm uh for the most part so I, I, the majority of our business is in houston so i always try to to, to get product from austin growers because people in Houston can't typically get those. So it gives them a, a, a more diverse product list, me being able to, to go right. to Austin to get them. Because I'm going there so, every week anyway. Okay, so you go there and actually pick them up? Yes. At a farmer's market-type location? Don't no, cringe at, when at, I say that. At their place of business. So, so how many different places farm, of business do you go around to? To collect other products? Yeah. Oh, gosh, probably eight, I guess. In That's one day? No, 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 no. Now, some of these things, like ferments and all that type of stuff, it's, those things last a long time. So it just depends on vegetables. you got to go every week. Um, milk, you know, of course, any dairy product, raw dairy products, you got to go every week, you know, those type of things. So, I mean, it, it just depends on the product when you go. Hmm. Why were you so insistent? You got pissy when I asked if you were like Felix. That's what Felix is doing. He's just providing an aggregator for for small farms that wouldn't be able to sell to the public. What do you mean? Well, I I said, uh, is what you're doing like what Felix does? And you said, no, I don't do what Felix does. uh, His model is probably 90% straight to restaurants. That's whole carcass. That's not me. I got that, but it's still the same concept of helping the small farmer 
by being the bigger player that so somebody doesn't have to deal with Joe Jones Farmer and Sam Smith Farmer? I don't honestly know what all other products he offers. I think it's just, just pork. Yeah, so see, I do beef, pork, chicken, eggs. And then I work with other farms and businesses around us to put their products because we've got a, a, an established customer base. So how often are you coming into Houston? A couple of a week, usually. What do you mean, usually? I mean, don't, you have to tell these people I'm going to be there Tuesday at 3. Oh, no, no. Oh, my, we, are, are you moving around because I'm getting a bad signal from you? I'll answer for him. What happened? Did we lose him the first time? Yeah, remember the first time he was on when we went to break it? Oh, that was Chuck. Okay, yeah. Jason, are you still there? Oh, man. No pork for you. No pork. For, it's a reverse Oprah. And you shall have no pork. And you shall have no Oreo cookies, Chris Christie, you fat bastard. And you shall have no delicious it's goat cheese. And you shall. <laughs> we'll get Jason back because I really, I really just want to take care of my own family needs here. The Michael Bear. Remind Show. me to ask him what all kind of stuff he's got. stuff as fascinating as I do? I really do. That in 2016, there are family farms that are starting. Not Now, <clears throat> granted, you have to sell things at a higher price. You just do because you're, you're not competing with the big, massive farms. And it's it's probably not as mainstream as you'd like it to be because for the commodities that a family gets, not everybody can afford this stuff. But I love that it's still there. You you go on their website, you can take a visit, you can take your kids and see what a farm looks like. And for some of you, you may go, well, Michael, of course you can. But you'd be surprised most people don't know this stuff still exists. Jason. Yes, sir. All right, so let's go through. We have got to get you a – I'll do a crowdfunding or something. We have got to get you a better phone. <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle of – nowhere and i'm in this delivery truck it's just loud oh well it's not the loudest anyway so so um you deliver to 25 sites in houston is that right yes sir 
and five subdivisions. Yes, sir. At what percentage of your capacity are you? I mean, if you had a hundred new, you know, people ordering, would you be able to keep up with that? Uh, for the most part, yes. Yeah. Do you have full time? You have to. How many? How many full time staff do you have at the farm? Three. That's it. Yes. Does your wife help you? Uh, yes, sir. Well, what? We, I mean, she's got a full plate. Other than this, I mean, I, I try to have enough people around that, as far as the day to day, that she doesn't have to be deeply. Other than being the, the the dream of the farm in terms of you know other things that we can be doing. Do um, you do you butcher the hogs there, or do you take them to be processed? No, 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 no. That that all is regulated by the state, so I have to use a state inspection facility for both. How many hogs? How many hogs do you butcher in a year? year we'll do around 350 how does that compare to last year uh we did around we, we usually grow about 15 percent a year over the last six years huh. in revenues yes sir hmm. yeah i shoot to go in this type of food because you can't all of a sudden increase 100 percent. it's just not going to work so we try to, to grow 10 to 15 percent a year and that's really easy to manage What's the demographic profile on who's buying your product? And be honest. Uh, some of them, I guess, some of your customers. They've been texting me now, saying, "Hey, you're on the radio." But uh, no, for the most part, it's I think those that are mid twenties to probably fifty. Uh, I mean, it's usually the, the the wives are the ones that are ordering it. And How did they find you? All word of mouth for the most part. Really? We mark, yeah, we don't do any marketing or anything like that. And what's the average size of an order that you for a family? They, I mean, they vary. Our, our what we would call our foundational customers that have been with us for, gosh, from almost the time we started now to you know, when they come in and really use the program. They'll be five to eight hundred a, a month is what they spend on food. And are they taking delivery on a weekly, Every biweekly? Week. What? Every two weeks. Hmm. Okay. So what happens if you have a, cu- a couple of small orders for a delivery location, but it's not cost effective for you to make a delivery to that location this week? Um, all of the ones that are on there are established. So for the most part, all of those always exceed the, the minimum order. And then five subdivisions? Yes, sir. What's the number one product you sell? Uh, what kind of bacon or pork chops? Uh, well, I mean, we, we, we've got to build a community that understands the whole use of animals. So, like, I don't just sell somebody 10 pounds of bacon and they don't order something else. Because the oh, guy you're the, order, you're the snooter to, to the tutor. Crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you've got to. That's the thing, Ramon. They try to use everything now. That feast made that big in, in Houston. I mean, I guess a lot of people have made it big, but that's Well, you they're... have to. I mean, you can't. Meat is a, it's, it's very hard. Uh, to figure out cost and stuff with meat because you've got cuts that will always move faster. You've got cuts that you know move slower, which is the ones that move faster have to absorb the cost of those. And so you got to account for you know when you're doing it this way from you know basically production to the the processing to the retail end, you've got to be able to account for shrinkage and loss of, you know, from the time you especially in the winter. Yes, um, you know you there's just so many factors in there that it's if you're just a, a 
retailer at the end will you get it in and somebody else already figured out those costs before it got to you. But we're no different than somebody that had a shirt company and go, hey, it'd be great to grow all our own cotton. Right. So then they start to there's so many things that can happen before you get to the shirt phase that you got to be able to factor. Well, somewhere along the way, some some uh, bar owner figured out that drunk people at the end of the night will take the bar. They call it a bartender special, and they'll take whatever drinks just fell in, and they'll pour it like a frat thing. That they, we don't do it, but I know bars that do it, and they sell the scrap, the remnants, and it's like yeah. a, a point of pride that, you know, somebody ordered that and bought it. So other than hogs, what else are you personally growing at your farm that you're selling? We do eggs, beef, pork, and chicken. How many hens do you have? we got about 1,800 laying here. Really? Yeah. How many chickens will you will you kill every year? Six to 7,000. Six to 7,000? And then what else did you say? You have chickens, hogs, beef. What, and, uh, how many? How many head of cattle do you have? Me and my my buddy who do who beef together, we have about two hundred fifty mama cows. Hmm. And you're doing the milk there? No, no, no. All that's from a state inspected raw to retail farm, straight dairy out of Schuylkill. Very interesting. You've been in this for ten years now. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was. You worked for Houston Fire Department for eight years, and then left there to do this full time and well good for you good for you jason i will be in touch all right i uh, i wish you the best i think that's a very interesting you know that's that sounds like a guy that loves what he does we love what we do he loves what he does if you can find your passion in life you'll never work a day of your life find what you love to do and in his case control the equity of it own it And you've got something you can hand off to your kids or sell when you're ready to retire. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.